Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Coming to you from Fabulous Studio B in Bradenton, Florida, it's the Grind Time Wrestling Podcast with the GTW Ringside Commentary Team. I'm your host, Handsome Dan Salorzno, and joining me, as always, it's the GTW Ringside Commentary Team. We got Tugboat Drew Kistler. How are you? Coming here from uh, Studio D in Palmetto, Florida. How are you, Daniel? Andy, James, good to see all your smiling faces today. We got A-Train Andy Liner. What's up? Away on business, but also back at the same time. Feel me? And no. the Don Marijuan. Yo, 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 what up? Hey, it's nice to see everybody. I'm always smiling because you know why. Because you just smoked out a girl. <laughs> I just smoked out your gal. And today we are talking about All Heart No Soul taking place on February 20th, 2021. At the Grindfit Coliseum, located at 5644 Jason Lee Place in Sarasota, Florida. Before we get into our matches and predictions tonight, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at JU Wrestling and on Twitter at JU underscore wrestling. And of course, at jabroniuwrestling.com. If you want merch, you can find JU Wrestling gear at our Threadless store at jabroniu.threadless.com. Uh, to follow Grind Time Wrestling, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Official Grind Time Wrestling. To purchase tickets to All Heart No Soul and all future events, subscribe to Grind Time Wrestling at Eventbrite.com. Tickets are only twenty bucks and are extremely limited. You pay more at the door, so get your tickets now at Eventbrite.com. What are you guys waiting for? I got my tickets. Oh yeah, I gotta get mine. I but got I a press pass, go so I'm fit. okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't I get pa- I don't get paid till Thursday, so. <laughs> Time's running out. <laughs> yeah, I know. I might have to buy at the door. I think it's more expensive at the door, right? Yes, it's more expensive okay. at the door. Or right. you're giving more to the wrestlers at the door. I don't That's know. good too. Think I think about, about it whichever that, yeah. way you want to. I want the cheese to have some extra bread. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Good, good one. All right. So spread that love before before we get into the card. I want to talk about Ty Harris the owner of GTW, sending an open invite to Mr. Martinez, the owner of Federated Wrestling, his, as he says, supposed boss. Uh, Tugboat, what do you feel about the implications of this invitation? This could be huge for GTW. Who knows what the future could hold? Could this be a uh, breaking the forbidden door? Nobody knows. Wrestling is crazy in 2021. Andy, what do you think? Yeah, man, I think uh, I think Ty probably shouldn't have invited this guy. Um, you know, keep keep the the dirt out. I know him. You know, uh, we've had a lot of business dealings in the past, and I'm just not so keen on how he uh, how he attacks his business. Um, I'm much more into how now owner Ty Harris handles his business. Yeah, Jay Breezy. Oh, you. Oh, you. Okay. I didn't. Nobody called on me. Uh, first of all, business schmizness. You know, this Martinez guy is on somebody else's turf. Ty already declared himself seceded from the Federation, right? So he's done. Don't worry about it, Martinez. 
This is Grind Time Wrestling now, owned by Ty Harris, formerly Mr. Black. Mr. Black was a lunatic. Did you see what he did you see what he did at the Grind Time Classic when he sent Bison out there to demolish everybody? Mm-hmm. You don't, the Federation has no chance with this. This is grind time class. This is grind time wrestling now. That's right. Well, yeah, it's uh, like, like Ty Harris said, it's our time. So it is, it is. Let's see what happens when Mr. Martinez comes off of his time into our time. I'm interested in seeing what's going to go on there. Let's get into this match card guys. And first off, we have the baddest man alive in Leroy Shogun versus True champ Andres Reyes, uh, tugboat. What do you think about this match? What what's what are you calling? You know, I was very impressed with what I saw last time from Shogun. Um, <clears throat> you know, he 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 didn't uh, you know get it, quite get it done against Cody Berenger, but uh, you know, I think he's going to get it this time. I really like Shogun for this. That's a uh, good point that you make there. Also, don't forget that uh, Cody Berenger uh, took a victory in that match by unsavory means. Uh, I like to think that Shogun largely perhaps had that match in the bag. Uh, A-Train, what do you think in this match? Who do you like for uh, how I feel uh, in the sense of uh, Leroy Shogun. You know, I tried to I tried to get my guy to get out there and get the dub on Cody Berenger. And you know, he he might be a little bit salty at me for, you know, is his bite or bark more than his bite. Uh but you know what? He he low blowed uh Shogun. By the way, Leroy Shogun. He 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 low blowed him. And uh I think Shogun was on his way to to getting the dub there. I mean, Shogun, when you're talking about him, it's a man that's trained in five disciplines. He's mastered two. He's won international karate tournaments all across the the globe. Uh, He had a great showing last time, uh, even though he he did come a bit short. But now you go over to true champ, Andres Reyes, uh, a man from Staten Island. So uh, he's raised in the muck, you know, Uh, trained by Jay Lethal. He's got good hands uh, with, with speed. He, he comes out there looking like a MMA or boxer uh, fighter, but he's a little bit more wa- well-rounded than you would think just kind of looking at him. So um, confidence certainly isn't an issue with Andres Reyes, but I, I legit think that it's uh, the baddest man alive's time to get that victory. He's 0-1. He's probably going to even that up to 1-1. And uh, true champ Andres Reyes, it's his first time at grind time. You know, sometimes you got to start off with a loss before you can work your way up. All right, interesting stuff there. Uh, Jay Breezy, who do you favor in the boxer versus the martial artist? Uh, I'll tell you what, man. Leroy Shogun against... Listen, I don't want to disparage Cody's name uh, because, you know, I don't want... I don't want Cody to have any beef with me. He can have beef with you guys all day long, but me and Cody are boys... Uh, but you know, I mean, he low blowed Shogun and that's, that's just uh, the nature of the game though. You know, Shogun got over it and guess what he's ready to do. He's ready to come back and let Ryaz know that he doesn't get low blowed and he's going to, he's going to not going to low blow him, but he's going to take him out. You know what I mean? All right. Interesting. I think, uh, yeah, I, I think, 
I think uh, the true champ here, not not a big talker, um, and I'm really interested to see if he favors doing his talking in the ring. And I think we might we might see an upset in that first round. Uh, oh yeah. Let's let's move on to the next match of the card. And speaking of Cody Barringer, he and JT Mercer and the Hellhounds are taking on financially stable Connor McKay, Winston Bentley the third. Uh, Tugboat, what? Who do you got for this one? You know, I I like what I saw last time from financially stable. Um, you know, they didn't they didn't have enough to get it done against sexy angels, but I think I think they're getting the W here. Um, I don't know. They're just you know they're rich. What what else, what else can you ask for? <laughs> Keen insight. Uh, I can ask for more though. A train. Who do you got in that one? Yeah, man. Um, look, man, everybody knows me and Cody's beef. Um, I, ju- I do just want to say this. Cody uh, was saying about me being away on business and, like, you know, being scared or whatever. But then then he wanted to, to reference JT being away on business and it being different. Great question uh, to whoever asked Cody, like, how is it different, uh, JT on business and, and A-Train on business? Well, here's the thing. Cody? Maybe it's not a coincidence that JT and I were both absent last card. Oh, shit. <laughs> that, that's disarming. Uh, Jay, yeah. Jay Breezy, who, who do you... Well, uh, before we move on, uh, who do, who, you, you're looking at financially stable in, in that one then, A-Train? Look, all I'm going to say in this one, I, I, uh, I kind of want to plead the fifth on this one. I have talking talked to at least one member in this match and I'm not going to mention who of these four gentlemen I'll tell you the one it's not Cody um however I've I've spoken to at least one person here um you know financially stable like they're in here right now because what's next for Cody just hasn't arrived yet so uh I'm actually gonna lean the hellhounds um I, I will. I'll, I'm going to lean the hellhounds here. Uh, so, Cody, you're welcome. You can thank your partner, and uh, we'll see what happens from here. All right, Jay Breezy, who, who do you favor in this one? Uh, listen, you know, I'm I'm totally against Drew. Although I do agree, what more is there than being rich? But I still have to ride with my boys, the hellhounds, because they're. These guys are destroyers, financially stable. I think the gold on their jacket is just gold duct tape. You know, I don't believe. Wow. And and I'll tell you what, I bet you hellhounds make financially stable bankrupt after this match. Let me tell you something real quick, though. Financially stable. I witnessed them shave gold into the gold schlager bottle. I witnessed them do this, and we were drinking till 3 a.m. These guys are what they say they are in terms of money. Um, they will put on a front and make it you know, look like they don't have money. But there's some money that's being uh, dealt on the back end that we just don't know about. And, and I will mention this, too. Uh, we have to mention that Winston Bentley and Cody were friends. Cody ran in on their match. And uh, Cody's wife, Hers, her voice is in Financially Stable's walkout music. So um, when we're talking about this, it's they're, they're both saying it's kind of business, but it's personal at the same time. 
interesting take there. And uh, Goldschlager, you guys must go back 15 years. Uh, so Winston Bentley says his focus is not in question about this match. But if he's bothering to mention that at all, then, you know, isn't it? You, uh, on the other hand, you know, you, you better believe Cody Behringer is not focused on their friendship. Uh, I, I think the hounds are too mean and too strong to do anything but bowl these fools over. I, in my professional opinion, that one's going to the hounds all day and night, but you know what? I mean, we'll, we'll see money, money talks. Moving on to the next hey, match. Hey, wait, hey, before, we, before we move forward, I want to, I just want to change my, I'm actually going to go for the Hellhounds on this one. Oh, so, okay. uh, go, oh go. did I already say the Hellhounds? Yeah, because the Hellhounds are going to totally win this one. Come on, guys. All right, moving to the uh, next match. Uh, we we got two crowd favorites in uh, the Cheese and Bud Heavy. Uh, tug, tugboat, tell me what you're feeling. Look. I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it sweet. The Gorgonzola of rock and roller. Andy, go ahead. I I like what you did there. Um, you know, let's let's again, but heavy trained by Jay lethal. That's a, that's a big deal, but, but heavy has been out here doing his thing for a minute. And I know everybody loves the cheese. He came out and showed out, had a good time. And guess what? I love the cheese. Cheese is like, uh, you know, cheese is to cheese what Mick Foley was to socks. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, I don't know. This is this is a match that's about respect. These two dudes love each other. They have a great amount of respect. And this is about just putting on a show for the crowd. Um, so as much as I uh, would like to, to go with Bud Heavy here... Um, I eat cheese and don't drink beer, so give me the cheese all day. All right. Oh, man. Jay Breezy, go. Hey, uh, you know, I think uh, after cheese beats Bud Heavy, we can make some beer cheese and uh, enjoy the rest of the night because Bud Heavy is totally going down. This dude, this dude looks like your daughter's first mistake. This is like, you know, we ain't the cheese all the way, man. Come on. Yo, yeah. Bud underscore heavy on Twitch. Go see the man. But listen, beer cheese, guys. James, I think you every, got something there. Beer every, cheese everyone needs to be wins a tag with team. beer cheese. That's <laughs> actually, you know, <laughs> truthfully, if they want to do that, uh, I'll I'll go ahead and uh, allow them to purchase that trademarked name for as much as I deem fit. Maybe we see a, a, a new tag team in the future. Think about I that, it, man. There you go. Uh, and Andy, like you said, uh, tra- trained by Jay Lethal was a uh, Bud Heavy. Um, you know, if he if if he's as big of a lovable goofball as the cheese is, you know, I can't call this match. I I, I mean, I can tell you, it's gonna be a fun match. Uh, if he's got a if he's got a little bit of a mean streak to him, then I kind of I kind of got to lean Bud Heavy on this one. I think it all depends on the style of beer he's drinking ahead of time. We all know if you're drinking Bud Heavy, then you're going to feel a little bit weighted down versus drinking Bud Light. So, uh, Bud Heavy, I've seen you in pictures with Bud Light, but your name is Bud Heavy. 
So I think I think you got to be smart about your your beverage of choice before you go into the ring on Saturday night. I don't I'll tell you what, the Chiefs better watch out for Bud Heavy's dog, Air Bud. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't see any holes in that logic. Moving on to the next match, we got Ron Bass Jr. versus Freddie Hudson, uh, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go straight away. I don't care who his opponent is. Ron Bass Jr. is a damn monster, and he's going to crush anyone he faces. I got Ron Bass Jr. all day and night on this one. Tugboat, who you got? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you, handsome Dan. I'm sorry, but the Midwestern boy, I'm a Midwestern boy. He's a Midwestern boy. The shooter, the athleticism of Mr. Hudson is going to tap him out all day. Give me Freddie Hudson for the W. (sighs) Turn that W upside down. Also, his smile into a frown. Him being fast just means he's going to run into Ron Bass Jr.'s fist that much more quickly. Andy, who you got for this match? Look, man, uh, Ron Bass Jr., son of former uh, WWF NWA wrestler, the outlaw Ron Bass, Bass, rest in peace. Um, The man was raised in back alleys, went through many a bar fights, um, and he's just a beast of a dude, man. He really is. However, he's running up against the shooter, Freddie Hudson. And I think people are going to underrate this man, but they should not. Um, He's only 24 years old and has been in over 100 matches already. He's been a champ in a couple organizations. Ron Bass Jr. has got the pedigree, but he does not have the accolades that Freddie Hudson has yet. So when we're talking about Freddie Hudson, we got to put some respect on this man's name. And I do think that he needs to ground Bass Jr. Uh, however, I think Freddie Hudson can do it. He, he, he loves to tap people out. Um, he's very athletic, like Drew said. And I, I, I just think that he's going to end up being able to get this thing done. Freddie Hudson Jr. for the dub. Sounds good. Jay Breezy, go. Oh, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I feel like Ron Bass Jr. has no trouble in this match at all. Ron Bass is 330 pounds of pure muscle. He's a bar fighter. He's a brawler. He is not going to take this lying down. And unfortunately, Freddie Hudson, as fast as he is, uh, being the tap out guy in this kind of match, I just don't see him getting Ron in the position that he would need to get him in to get him to tap out. See, this is the classic matchup, though. It is. You got the shooter who can grab you at any time, and he's quick, too, so... You know, I think I think Ron's gonna work himself out a little bit. You know, I think if this that's, this if this thing goes longer than like three minutes, it's definitely Hudson's. That's a solid point. That is a you know, solid that, solid point. Yeah. If it's I, quick, it's probably Bass Junior. Yeah. If it lasts a little longer, Hudson can out, outwork him. But you never yeah, know. We we've seen we've one. seen the knockouts so at Ron the fourteen Bass. minute mark. You know. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's move let's move on to the next match. And boy, is this one gonna be a ripper. It is a four-way ladder match for the DIY multiverse belt. Now, let's talk about this belt for a second because this is interesting and I've never seen anything like this. The DIY multiverse belt can be defended 
It can be held as a title. You can you can be the DIY multiverse champion and you can carry that belt around and defend it proudly. Or you can trade in that belt for an opportunity at the GTW Heavyweight Championship. Wow. Needless, oh, to, wow. needless to say, there is a ton on the line riding on this match, and I'm very excited for it. Participants in this match. We got Tarzan Duran. We have the Hawaiian warrior, Kakoa. We have Mr. Grimm, who just recently faced GTW heavyweight champion Kenny Bangle at... I'm sorry, I'm bl- blanking on the name New of the... Gen- New, New, New Gen on the Block. There we go. <laughs> That's right. And then we have the X Factor and Joey Martinez. Now, mm-hmm. I would like to hear everyone's take on this. Uh, and let's, let's uh, as always, start with you, Tugboat. Uh, who do you like for this match? Um, because I, w- I would say normally... Any any combination of these people we we've seen in some capacity or another. However, now this is four ways, and it's in a ladder match, and mm-hmm. it has a lot of high stakes tied to it. So please go ahead. Well, look, I've seen him twice before. Mister Grimm is just a warhorse. Like this guy will go with the best of them. He can do everything in and outside that ring that you can ask him for him. That being said, I, my friend, am a golden eagle, and I'm going to fly high on the the wings of the Hawaiian warrior, Kakoa. Kakoa for the win. Kakoa! Yeah, I got to hear that war cry. Kakoa! (laughs) A-Train, who do you got for this one? Look, man, um, let's, let's briefly dive into each of these gentlemen. Um... As you said, the, the Kakoa, the Hawaiian warrior, uh, the man uh, we, we saw last time out, can, he can just get it done. But Tarzan Duran, he was controlling a majority of the match uh, before Kakoa really turned it on and, and, and took him out at the end. These two men have unfinished business. So I wonder, can they focus on trying to win this belt rather than taking each other out. Because Duran's going to have a little bit of pent-up aggression trying to get Kakoa back, and Kakoa's going to have to defend that. So I'm going to kind of mark those two out off of my board. Mr. Grimm, the dude has the best 0-2 record that I have ever seen. He has showed out in every single match that we have seen him in, and he's been showstopper each time. He can fly. He's got power. He's got it all. I feel like everybody's going to try to team up on him and get him out of, out of there. But then you have Joey Martinez. We don't know much about him, and there's an element of surprise factor with him coming in. And I, I, in my head, I'm like, why would you pick the one dude that you haven't seen? But in a four-way, it's about who is the ultimate opportunist, it's not necessarily who's the best, but who can take advantage of the situation that arises. So, in that sense, I'm actually going to go out on a limb here and go Joey Martinez for the victory. Wow. All right. In- interesting take there. Uh, Jay Breezy, I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this. Uh, and I'm also uh, anxious to add my input as well. Please go ahead. 
Uh, so first off, we got Tarzan, we got Grimm, we got Kakoa. This sounds like Joey Martinez is some kind of is in some kind of fantasy fairy tale book, some storybook, right? Uh, but to really get into this, you have to look at you got listen, you got three guys in here that are, uh, as Robert Martyr might say, good professional wrestlers, right? And then you got the the sideways lunatic the dude who has a dr seuss reading level you never know what he's gonna do next tarzan duran he's out there just wild he's a lunatic uncontrollable loincloth flying i'm saying tarzan duran for the win wow now, wow. now, now, this is interesting. Uh, but before I give my analysis here, I also want to say that this match is uh, Ernest Mack the Third's choice cut, and I am inclined to agree. This match is going to be huge. Uh, so here, here's how I see it: Mister Grimm, easy money. Kakoa, yeah. smart money. You do have the X Factor in Joey Martinez. However, I think with the way that uh, Tarzan Duran's style is, like he's best suited to flourish in a match like this. And so to go back to what you said, Andy, with you know him and uh, he he and Kakoa having unfinished business, while I think that might be true in. And if you're looking at how Kakoa feels about it, I think Duran is the kind of guy who is going to specifically use that to his advantage to draw Kakoa's focus away from what's actually important in this match, which is getting that damn belt that's at the top of the ladder. Mm. Um, Absolutely, Daniel. I like where you're going with this. So I'm not going to be surprised to see... Tarzan Duran at the top of this ladder with the DIY multiverse belt in his hands. I am going Tarzan Duran on this one. Wow. Nobody Whoa. going with Grimm, who should yeah. be the odds on favorite. Yeah, to win and, this, and this is what that's this is the, why I say he's easy. Yeah. He's easy money. Like in a vacuum. In a yeah. vacuum, this match. Mr. Grimm, well, easy money. Well, here's what I worry about that, though, is that Grimm is in here with two guys that he has wrestled with and around before. So these guys know how much of a threat he is. So they're going to they're going to team up. They're going to take Grimm out. Grimm, it has this is basically Grimm has a three on one. And I think Tarzan Duran is the type of guy who maybe knowingly, maybe unknowingly takes advantage and pulls the W at the end. And look, listen, James, you're a man that, that loves going to Vegas and throwing that stack down. I'm a businessman, and I understand this. You don't want to take the man that's minus 500. You want to take the guy that's plus 250. You know what I'm saying? Really? So that's why you don't want to go Mr. Grimm here. You want to take somebody else because they all know and see that he is the favorite at minus 500, and they don't want to let people cash in on that they want people to bet $5 and lose 100 You know what I'm saying? Um, right. it's, Call my bookie right now. Yeah, so I, I think that, that uh, we all are on the same page here um, in, this, in the sense that we're going outside of Mr. Grimm. But yeah. I don't think one of us would be shocked 
to see Mr. Grimm, the best wrestler in this match, get it done. Hey, that's true. Listen, I give Grimm all the credit in the world if he pulls this one off. Yeah. Uh, also, keep keep in mind, Mr. Grimm is a lot more of a man to get up that ladder. So in this specific situation, if we're talking about ground and pounding someone to the ground, pinning them one, two, three, yeah. all day and night, Mr. Grimm, we're going not down, we're going up. And that's mm-hmm. going to present its own challenges. And when, you know, again, this is like one more one more thing that I want to say. Duran is going to flourish in this in this environment. Like, it's what he's best suited to. Uh, great, great analysis, everyone. Like, wow, what a match that's going to be. But let's move. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. And we got six man tag team action. And my God, this is going to be amazing. Mike Orlando. The Living Legacy, Timothy Zabisco, and motherfucking Shannon Moore. Shannon Moore, baby. Versus Jake Sterling and Tommy and JP the Graysons. Uh, wow. What what a six-man tag this is going to be. Tugboat, Just I, I don't even care what happens in this match. Just tell me what you're thinking right now. I'm thinking there's a reason all these fine people of Sarasota will be shelling over their money for this, and it is... The three men, Mike Orlando, Timothy Zabisco, and the aforementioned living legend. Sorry to paraphrase from your father, Tim, but Shannon Moore. They're the ones bringing people to the house. They're the ones that are they're going to leave us all walking away happy. So give me these three for the win. Sounds easy enough. A-Train, yeah. who you got and what are you thinking? Yeah, I think we're on the verge of a clean sweep here. Look. The Graysons are ridiculously talented. Tommy and JP, they they uh, they can just get it done in the ring. Jake Sterling came out, um, you know, out of out of the depths being called. You know, he he came off the bench and performed. He didn't know he was coming off the bench, but he came out and he did his damn thing. The problem is, you're running into Michael Orlando. And Timothy Sabisco, who just got a little taste of working together, and they look damn good doing it. And then you add on the Prince of Punk, former WWE wrestler, Shannon Moore. Shannon Moore has been out here doing the damn thing for over a decade. Michael Orlando, almost a decade of experience. Zabisco, it's in his damn blood, right? So it's really hard to, to go against these three men. So I don't think that any of us will. I'm taking Zabisco, Orlando, Shannon Moore. All right, Jay Breezy, what are you feeling? Hey, listen, you know, I, I don't want nothing against Jake Sterling and the Graysons. The Graysons and Jake are all awesome. But, my God, man, you're going against the living legacy of all three of these other men. So uh I gotta go I gotta go with the main events, Mike, Timothy, and Shannon. All right. Uh just just to add uh, a little bit more context to this match, um, you know, we already have Sterling coming off of a loss to Zabisco in Orlando at New Gen on the block. And now you got Shannon Moore joining this tandem, like unless Sterling is you know, teaming up with two AK 47s. I mean, I, there's no way, there's no way they're going to, there's no way they're going to win. They don't have a, they don't have a chance. 
And I, I feel bad saying that uh, because I'm supposed to be neutral, but in my expert opinion as, as an analyst, like that one's, that one's going to more Zabisco and Mike Orlando all day, but uh, I, w- got- I will, I will say though, I know the Grayson's are very smart guys. And if anyone as a, as a team can figure out what to do to take these Titans down, these might be the guys. So yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. The Graysons have studied up on comic books and superheroes, and and you're saying, Andy, why does that even matter? Well, here's why: they they understand how to attack weaknesses. They right. they understand how to how to see what the strengths are and play to the opposite of that. So yeah. the Graysons are like really talented dudes. That you know, I throw a little bit of shade on the first time out at GTW. And guess what? I was proven wrong. These guys can go. And I, I think in their heads, they all believe that they can get this done, which is how you can get it done. Again, I just think it's a little too much, though. Well, they also got that control of Jake Sterling, a big guy on their team. And That's where really is American Murder in the Society? Pocket. Are they lurking in the background? We don't know. Hey, there you go. <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad that we're actually sitting here now and talking about it because, yeah, I didn't, I, di- I didn't even, I didn't even think about that because, yeah. you know, there's again, Steven off in the corner, <laughs> and these guys are all out there in the ring, so yeah, that's well, man. Now, now I don't know what to think. I was so, sh- I was so sure, I was so sure two minutes ago, and then you said all that stuff about American Murder Society, and I was like, oh god, now I don't, I don't know. I just want to see the damn match. That's all I care about. Let's let's move on. Let's move on to the next match. Uh, we got we got Cameron McLeod Stewart versus Darling Daniel Starling. And so s- straight away, S- Stewart had an excellent showing in the new gen on the block battle royal. And wherever he goes, that slimy George Hudson Moorhead the fourth is sure to not be very far behind. Uh, you know. Unfortunately, his opponent is the slimiest person to ever exist. The knockoff great value Ric Flair that is da- Darling Daniel Starling. Uh, mm, don't mm, I, I can't I can't even. I'm not really supposed to say this, but I actively want him to lose. Like you can do it, Cameron. Like get get the job done. I hate Darling Daniel Starling. Andy, who do you favor for this match? We're talking about Cameron Stewart. This man, he, he's gone through it his entire life. He's young, but he started so young. He, he trains with greats like Sean Spears and Tyler Breeze. He, he really, really is a good wrestler who's very young and, and might have the most potential on this whole damn card. But you mentioned Daniel Starling. Daniel Starling, as much as... You know, we hate this man as much as an asshole as he is. He just knows how to cut the right corners to get it done. So when I'm when I'm talking about the most talented, I think with the highest ceiling in, in Cameron Stewart and then the guy that just gets it done with darling Daniel Starling in my head. I always want to go with the guy who's got the long term potential. So I am going to play this thing long term and go with Cameron Stewart for the dub. Well, I pray to God that that's what happens. Uh, 
Drew, who do you have in Cameron Stewart versus Darling Daniel Starling? Who, again, I may reiterate, I hate. Yeah, this this is a tough one to decide. Um, but you know, I gotta agree with Daniel Starling. Like, I can't even remember this kid's name. So, give me Daniel Starling. Ah, oh, Jay Breezy, who do you got in this match? I'll tell you what. Uh, Cameron McLeod Stewart, CMS, as he likes to call himself, he came out and he showed up real well at that at that battle royale. But uh, Daniel Starling, you know, he did what it took to uh, knock out Robert Martyr. So it's really a toss up here. I think that uh, Cameron McLeod Stewart has more friends in the fact that George Hudson Moorhead III will be ringside ready to go for whatever takes place. Also, not to mention darling Daniel Starling, incapable of making friends. He's the worst person (laughs) to ever exist. And that would have been my next point is that darling Daniel Starling has no friends. So uh, let me ask you real quick, James, you mentioned last time that he could come over and smoke with you once he was done having his match. Did that happen? And are you guys friends? He didn't even share that hookah with me. I knew he had two pipes. I knew he had two hoses and he said COVID-19, man. So you didn't get to smoke with him. Yeah. I'd say, you know, that's if that's the type of starling he wants to be maybe he'll never become that full-grown star all right uh, i think this we is, can this move is really on, picking uh, this is really picking a turd sandwich you know and uh what is the other thing shit popsicle or whatever this is just these are two people i just cannot stand so i i it, mean it was, it was a toy cost Coin toss. It could be a coin toss all you want to, but Cameron Stewart is going to be a star in this business. Write it down. No, yeah, not, I, while he's, not while he's carrying around that lackey with him. I'll tell you what. If he finally smartens up and gets rid of uh, Mr. Fucking Hudson Moorhead the fourth, he might he might make it. But until then, he's just going to be another has-been. All right. I think we can uh, And it never on. was. and you know hopefully uh someone lets all the air out of uh darling daniel starling's tires and uh cameron stewart wins because he has to uh because he has to give up from not showing up to the venue i think daniel's ego is so big that those tires will fill right up we got i don't i don't think your ego is that big daniel (laughs) (laughs) see this is why i don't like him that i'm getting confused (laughs) i don't know who we're talking about All right, let's let's move on. I will on. say, George Hudson Moorhead really disparaged Sarasota, Florida, called everybody swamp rats at New Gen, and I took offense to that because I was born and raised in the great city of Sarasota. So, uh, yeah, and if anything, want- we're all skunk apes. Get your fucking regional topics like right. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna insult us, at least insult us with an animal that's actually walking around Sarasota. <laughs> the words of a true skunk ape. Moving on, we got the Sexy Angels versus the Gifted for the GTW Tag Team Championship. That's Asriel Rowe and Noah Vale against Logan Cruz and Wheezy. And wow, this is a this is gonna be a match. Uh, Tugboat, can you tell me a little bit about the Gifted? I know we saw them in action at the Grind Time Classic in November. I got to hear about these guys. 
you know, they put on a hell of performance in that uh, triple threat ladder match. But, you know, they didn't come out with the belts. It doesn't matter. Is Whoever's, you know, it's all about that, that last couple seconds in a ladder match. It doesn't matter what else you do. And, you know, this, granted, this isn't a ladder match. But I think, I mean, for one, this this event, to me, is named after the Sexy Angels. Sure. Because they are all heart and no soul. They will do whatever it takes and just keep going and going. And they don't care who they leave in their wake. Give me the Sexy Angels. Ah, uh, give us all the Sexy Angels, baby. Yeah. Andy Liner. Tell the me world how. needs more sexy angels. <laughs> tell me tell me who you have for this one, A-Train. Look, man, Victoria may have a secret, but this is not one. Let me tell you, the sexy angels showed up to the they showed up to the contract signing, both of them. What I don't like as a businessman is when I see neither not everybody that's supposed to be there be there. That's like not practicing when you're about to play. You need to practice to play, baby. And the Puff Daddy, Wheezy T, no-showed the contract signing. I don't like seeing that. I like where Logan was coming from. Logan approached the situation, you know, you know, up back against the wall. I'm running up against two people. But we're talking about Azzy, man. Azzy is a little pit bull that people don't talk enough about. This man can go. You have to put him on a leash. Otherwise, he is going to get off it, and he's going to rip your damn face off. We all know about Noah. Noah Vale is a young, up-and-coming star. He's, he's amazing in the air. He can do everything. But Logan is the man that threw Noah off of the trailer at the first GT dub. So as much as I want to pick the gifted, I don't like... Not both men showing up. So sexy angels are going to get it done and move on to next event where they take on who knows. All right, Jay Breezy, who do you favor in the GTW Tag Team Championship match? I'll tell you what, I think this is the sexy angels' biggest match that they have had yet as far as as how things are going to go because I am I'm really having a tough time trying to decide here. I'll tell you what, like Andy said, Asriel Rowe, that dude is all bark and all bite. He is out there just going nuts. It takes four full-grown men to hold this guy back when he gets pissed off. And guess what? The gifted brought all that out of him, and that's what I worry about here. The gifted came out at New Gen and the sexy angels lost their cool man and they mm. they got super super excited and super out of their out of their heads and out of their game you know and that's what i worry about here i think the gifted might have done what they set out to do and got under the sexy angels skin in the right way that they might be able to pull the w in this one they might be able to take those belts so as much as i'd hate to admit it I love the sexy angels, but I think I'm going with the gifted on this one. I think we're going to see some belts switch hands. Uh, good. These, these are Man. good points. Um, a after watching Logan Cruz staple the gifted's portion of the contract to his damn chest and seeing yeah. how close they made it to victory in the grind time classic before, 
you know, the interference of Bison, which happened. Uh, I'm, I'm worried. I'm seriously worried for the GTW Tag Team Champions in this match. Um, I think if no one else has anything else to say about this one, I think we can, uh, we can move on. I think yeah. so. I think we got to wait and see what happens. It's going to so. be, this is your potential match of the night. Everybody better be in your damn seats to watch the sexy angels and the gifted. These two teams know each other like the back of the hands. And there is going to be some stuff pulled out that you're just like, what happened? It's going to be that thing in the movie that spun the whole movie around. And you're like, whoa. And that's what you remember that night. You are going to see that in the Sexy Angels versus the Gifted match. All right. Let, is, let us move on to the GTW women's title match. The champion, Ali Rex, versus newcomer in Reagan Fire, uh, Tugboat. Uh, t- tell, me, tell me about the champion and who you like in this match. Well, we all know our women's champion, Ali Rex, is 50, cal- 50 kilograms of a badass woman. She's passionate. She's agile. She's just relentless. And I think she's going to need all three of those adjectives to get past Reagan Fire. Um, I, I Give me the new newcomer on this. I think her, uh, you know, her mat skills and her kicks – are going to get her, uh, you know, pretty close to victory. And then when she slaps on that double underhook DDT, lights out for Allie Ricks. We got a new women's champion. It's a devastating maneuver. Uh, I've, I've seen I've seen in action. Uh, A-Train, who, who do you favor in this one? Listen, man. Here's what I know. With there's a cause, when there's a cause, there's what? Uh, uh, I hammered uh, <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be a test. <laughs> Close enough. You failed. When there is a cause, there is a Rex. It's a Rex and effect. Oh. So, how is hamburger not the answer to that question? It's just not. If there's a Rex and effect, what we are talking about is Ali Rex scaring opponents off so it is a hard time to book Ali Rex because there's not challengers that want to step up to Ali Rex. Ali Rex showed in her first uh, match where she won the title that she is not to be effed with. Ali Rex is, is pure passion and aggression. She just gets it done. The reason it's so hard to book for her is because people are scared of her. And while Reagan Fire has all of what Drew mentioned, and she does... I find it hard to believe that anybody is going to pull the W over Allie Rex. When she hits the execution, say goodnight, put the kids to bed, because we're going night-night sweet dreams. Jay Breezy, who do you favor, the champion or the challenger? Uh, I'll tell you what, man. Allie Rex has had this belt around her waist for four months now, and she hasn't had a chance to defend it. I know that she's going to come out there ready, ready to go and just destroy. I think, uh, like Reagan's favorite president would say she's fired at the end of this. So sure. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I to to touch to touch on what uh, Tugboat said there, uh, Reagan Fire, sh- she's such a good mat technician, um, and I think if she can grind the champion down, keep her down on the mat where she does her best work, you can see a new champion. I I. Uh, I, I I want to favor I want to favor the 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 champion in this, but you know if she can if Reagan Fire can keep her where she wants her, good chance there's gonna be a new champ. Look, man, this is grind time. It's just not her time. <laughs> uh, t- tugboat, you lo- you looked like you had something to say. Are you are you good? Or we want no, I'm good. Wait, we're good. Okay, it's more of off mic comments, I guess. <laughs> All right, uh, then that means we're moving on to the main event. God, this card is stacked. We got Mister All Day, the goddamn Tiger King, the GTW Heavyweight Champion Kenny Bangle versus the terrifying Bones Tugboat. Tell me about the match. This match. I've said it before. Kenny Bangle is the greatest professional wrestler we have at GTW. And he will no doubt win this match against Bones. Bones is coming in as a newcomer. And I like what he does. But you know what? He... Kenny Bangle's the goddamn champion. Kenny Bangle for the W all day. End of podcast. See you guys. <laughs> uh, I'd be I'd be remiss if I didn't hear everyone else's uh, opinion. But yeah, ah, uh, fuck we, it. Yeah, go we, ahead. Yeah, we can we can cut it there. It'd be it'd be fine. A <laughs> trade. Who who do you got for this match? Yeah, man. Listen, I don't know what Bones saw in Kenny Bangle. But oh, yeah? he's not a new jabroni. So, you know, Bones is a bit of an unknown. He, he, he almost is like a descendant of the boogeyman. And it creeps people out. So the thing with Kenny Bangle is can he take the creepy, weird style that's very unorthodox of Bones Will he will he show up? Sometimes Bones steps into the ring and defeats his opponent before his opponent even is there mentally. So, you know, it, it's hard to 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 go against Bones when you really don't know everything about him. It, it's there's a little bit of a a freaky factor, you know, a little bit of a like just being scared factor of what what you're going against and going against the unknown. But we are talking about Kenny Bangle. We are talking about the man that defeated Timothy Zabisco, the man that defeated Mr. Grimm. This dude is as good of a professional wrestler as you're going to get. He's got a good mix of everything. The man can do it all. He puts on a show. He's, he, he shows out for the crowd, comes in, does his job, rolls the hell out. Not about talk. He's all about action. Give me Kenny Bangle to defend his title. Jay Breezy. Who you got? Man, I'll tell you what. I'm pretty sure we are sweeping this one out because uh, Kenny Bangle defeated the living legacy, Timothy Zabisco, fair and square for that belt. Then he comes out. He defends 
against Grimm. Is and he wins. He won that match. Grimm one on one. And you saw how much respect Grimm had. They shook hands at the end. They were respectful warriors. And Kenny Bangle, I, I don't I just don't see bones. I see Kenny Bangle sawing them bones. All right? With a bone saw. Oh yeah? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So- sounds good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shout out Bonesa. Like Bo- Bones. Ryan. Bones is a is a terrifying, terrifying man, but Mister All Day, fighting champion. Uh, it's gonna take more than psychological warfare to mm-hmm. to beat Kenny Bangle. Plain, plain and simple. And yeah, I think it's. I, I don't think there's any surprise that between the four of us that this is gonna be a, a sweep for the champion yeah. because. He's he's a goddamn champion, and he's a fighting champion on top of that, so. I will tell you as well, Daniel, that I am super excited to see what Bones brings to GTW because uh, he looks like he is going to come in there and just go nuts. I just don't know if it's nuts enough, you know? Very, very good point. Uh, And, yeah, guys, I I think that brings us to the end of the card. And so I'm going to rattle off some information here for you guys if you're coming to this show. Again, that's uh, All Heart, No Soul taking place February 20th, 2021 at the Grindfit Coliseum at 5644 Jason Lee Place in Sarasota, Florida. And uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna hit you with some more social media. We'll have some final thoughts and we'll get out of here. Uh, again, to follow Grind Time Wrestling, uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Official Grind Time Wrestling. To purchase tickets to All Heart No Soul and all future events, subscribe to Grind Time Wrestling at Eventbrite.com. Uh, tickets are only twenty bucks, and they are extremely limited. You pay more at the door, so get your tickets now at Eventbrite.com. And if you're interested in the work that we do, to check out all the other wonderful podcasts on the Jabroni U Podcast Network, follow the Jabroni University Podcast Network on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JabroniU and at JabroniU.com. There you can follow the Exploits of the Allen Club on Why Did We Ever Meet with Wes, Ashley, Cash, and Roxy. Tune in to Biff Radio with Ben Center. Be a fly on the wall. And Locals Barbershop After Hours with Shane Lindergren. Listen to all new hip-hop on Flow and Tell with James and Andy. Draft Pop Culture with Andy, James, and Drew on our flagship show, The Draft Podcast. Again, your gateway to follow all these wonderful podcasts is jabroniu.com. Remember to give us a five-star rating and to like, share, retweet, and subscribe. Otherwise, we'll make you spend five minutes with darling Daniel Starling, and you'll pretty much just want to blow your head off afterwards. Uh... That brings us to the end of the show. We can't wait to see you guys come out. Uh, Tugboat, any final thoughts? Kenny Bangle. <laughs> Cut well, it. That, That's that, the end. Right there. A-Trade. <laughs> final thoughts. That answered my question. I was going to actually ask each one of you guys who is going to be the star of this show. From Drew, I think we got Kenny Bangle. Um, James, who are you picking? Uh, I tell you what, it's a toss-up between the Cheese and Allie Rex. I think Allie's going to come out really ready to go this time, though. Okay, um, we'll end it with Daniel. So I will say that my star of the show is absolutely going to be Shannon Moore, 
who's who's going to give the people what they came out for and well worth any money that you spend on on coming to this card. So Shannon Moore, the Prince of Punk, he is going to show the F out. Daniel, show I, us the F out. I will show us the F out. Um I'm excited. I'm excited for all those and more. Uh me personally. I gotta see sexy angels and gifted. I I I think we like we said before, that's gonna be our match of the night. So much action is going to be going on at all heart, no soul. I'm your host, Daniel Salorzno, for Tugboat, A-Train, Andy Liner, and James Bryanton, a.k.a. Jay Breezy, a.k.a. Mr. Smokeout, your girl, a.k.a. the Don Marijuana. We are the GTW Ringside Commentary Team. Take it easy! Take it easy!